Time for Rolling. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Endless and Crude Sloth. It's Time for Rolling. Like, honestly, it was so cringe right today. At one point, I had to mute it. I had to mute it because it was bad. Like, the reason why she doesn't, the reason why I only, like, obviously, it's not that I hate her. And, like, I feel bad for her because she's probably clearly being thrown into this because Munchwolves isn't there. But, yeah. They were talking about player to watch. And they were talking about NA, NA, NA. We're in NA, right? And she goes, yeah. let's talk about player to watch. You know, Tasty, who's your player to watch for Equinox? Like, obviously, that's EU. Like, Munchables would have known, obviously, that we're in NA. Like, she probably just didn't even realize that Equinox is an EU team. And then she, and then, right. and Tasty kind of, like, completely avoids it for a bit and then says, oh, for this team, instead of, like, the NA team. And then she goes, Tasty, how about you? Or and then she goes, Flash, who's your pick for maybe, you know, for uh, Salty Potatoes? And, like, she still was on EU. Like, she had the wrong card up. Which, again, is fine. But, like, I just feel like Munchables, obviously, wouldn't let that happen. <laughs> yeah. Then Flash had, like, an even worse cringeworthy moment when that what, came. What did he do? Towards the end, the very, very end of today's stream. Like, uh, I didn't. I, as soon as the match was over, I turned it off. Kate was like, so, Flash, like, what was the big, what was the biggest thing that happened today? And she was, like, trying to cue him to talk about Molina or however they pronounce it i didn't i thought it was like molina but they say it Moline. i forget how did, how did they say it on stream i forget but like she said that and he goes well i think today something about you is gonna start saying like how everything's different or something and then they're like showing molina on the screen you hear tasty whisper no it's molina and then the flash goes no oh, molina and like sw- tries to switch into like talking about the new hero that's gonna be releasing two po- three point two, and it was like, it, honestly, he won the most cringeworthy moment of the weekend. Flash did not; he didn't. He must have forgot his notes about. Hey, at the end, this is what you need to transition to. It was good. Uh, uh, that was one of those moments. Flash was like, "See, this is why I'm new at the desk." That's great. Honestly, Tasty Bacon is just carrying them all. Like, Tasty is casting, doing, you know, analytics. Like, he's just doing everything. Yeah. They need help ASAP. All right, let's do this. Let's do the day of dying. Hey, hello, and welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, episode 97. This is Tuesday. This is a recap episode. Bam, bam, bam. First time recap episode 2018. Oh, my gosh. VPL preseason hype. Crude Sloth, are you hype? Yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, honestly, it was, like, great to have Vainglory back, and I was happy. But then as I watched more and more, I just kept getting, like, happier and happier. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I get to do this every weekend for the rest of the year <laughs> it's weird because normally i feel like people don't do this but i was like i'm so excited to have set schedules on the weekend again like get to watch vanglory i mean obviously other stuff comes up but right. like I, I 
excited to have something to be like, all right, noon starts this and I got to do this. And now I can write down this, you know, it's just like, finally something I can talk about instead of like, Hey man, like, did you see that Twitter beef on Twitter between two players? <laughs> yeah, it is definitely more set now for us. We'll be able to get back into the swing of things, just talking about matches and things that are happening. Um, but yeah, it's it was the first weekend of the Vainglory Premier League, you know, preseason, brand new stream, brand 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 new everything. So um you kinda heard a little bit of it in the beginning of the episode before we started. We were just kind of joking around about Obviously, the new host, I think she's just filling in for Munchables, Twitch chat, extremely toxic. I pray to God she doesn't read Twitch chat. Um, yeah, condolences to her. She's trying to do her best and just survive to fill in as this host, and Tasty and Flash definitely need to carry her with the Vanglory knowledge, but that's that's fine. The, obviously, like we already talked, the green screen is weird. It just feels weird. It's obviously, you can tell it's a green screen. You can tell that the production studio is kind of just like a temporary thing, and they are obviously in the middle of building their esports studio at um, that casino, whatever it's called. I can't think Aria. of it. Yeah. Aria. Aria. And, I mean, I, I think things will be a lot better then. There's obviously some good things. ESP ESP has like some really good transitions, some good introduction videos, and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of great things. There's definitely some weird things, like the Vainglory hero icons are very weird. Yeah. I don't know why they're not just using yeah. the official screenshots of them. They're like using some weird ones. I don't know where they got them from. Like they're just weird. Like I don't know. Yeah, that's very interesting because. Yeah, they look very like animated, like very I yeah, don't know, yeah, not near like as claymation almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, we had audio, we had every game. Maybe the overlay was a little off the first time they did it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe there's some cringeworthy moments about Munchable, a cutout cardboard of Munchables, and maybe Kate tries to throw it to a commercial. That's not going to happen sometimes. But like, for the most part, it was. It was a fine weekend. Like, first weekend, oh my god, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely could have been. It could have been, like, uh, Worlds of Day 1. But we're not. We're we're starting it off on a much better foot, like pretty much what Endless said. I'm just going to reiterate. You know, wasn't absolutely 100% clean, but it's it's a good start. And I know Fuji tweeted out, like, hey, this is what's going on. Like, we'll be making our way up. And once the studio's built and season starts, it'll be better. So... Give them time. Yeah, it's just, it just amazes me that the people that tweet out and constantly bash and bash and make memes, like, I just think it's funny that they think what they're doing is, like, helpful Helping. or, yeah, not. like, people enjoy seeing them tweet negative comments almost 24-7. Like, yeah, the studio was bad, but guess what? I have Vanguard Esports back again, so I don't give a shit that they ha- are sitting in front of a green screen. Flash and Tasty are talking and doing everything just fine without the green screen if it's that cringeworthy for you to watch turn something else on and look at yeah look at twitter when they're on that desk and you can just hear them talking and don't actually get the visual like it's just it's just so annoying i it's so hard to bite my tongue and not just be like dude shut the hell up why are you always just constantly people are just constantly bashing Oh, yeah. the toxicity! Just I can't keep up with it. It's insane. Yeah, let's it, focus on what we can talk about and the good stuff, like the matches, like the matches, like Europe. You want to start in Europe? 
Europe, uh, only six teams. So we get every team every day. NA, obviously, eight teams. So some teams won't be playing on one of the days because we only have six, the, you know, the, the three matches. So um, did you – hold on real quick. Did you know that? Maybe this is something I completely didn't know. But, like, I thought that they would be playing the game off stream. But no. they just don't play it. Like, if yeah, they're not on the stream, they're not play. playing at all. Yes, they did okay, announce that. that early, early on. They said everything will be on the same stream. Everything will be streamed. Everything will be on the same stream. I guess I maybe I did hear that, and I just didn't catch on. I don't know. Anyway, all right. So, Saturday for Europe was Team Queso versus Clash, Wolves Esports versus Equinox, Salty Potatoes versus Rising Lotus. Uh, right away, I would say Team 1 and 2 played uh team five and yeah. six played and team three and four played um and we got the results of which teams were best i would say team queso was like everyone was focused on them everyone's eyes were towards them that was the old sk roster that was the all-star roster coming out of eu they kind of came over to queso everyone but cavalifar and clash honestly you were kind of right you know you were the one that kind of told me that you thought Clash was going to be looking pretty good, you, even Salty Potatoes. Yeah. And those are the two teams that are currently sitting 2-0. Spoilers, but... Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I was excited to see Clash play the way that they did, uh, as aggressive as they did. Um, but yeah, another team that I honestly think I was impressed with, now, this is with both days, Saturday and Sunday, but watching Equinox play, um, I thought that they played really well. And, uh, I mean, that first game they played up against Wolves, I, I'm not sure about Wolves and their gameplay. We'll have to see, you know, it's, it is only the first week. We'll have to see how they uh, develop and stuff like that. But I, I think Equinox could fight for the 3-4 the spot, maybe the 4 spot. But eh, I don't know. I mean, they beat Wolves, right? But, I mean, they lost yeah. to yeah. Um, who they, who'd they play on? Today? Rising, wasn't it? Oh, they, they lost to Rising Lotus. I think so. Um. But, I mean, they lost the next game. They played Salty Potatoes. Dang. They lost Salty Potatoes. Salty's 2-0. But I didn't think they, like, yeah, they made some plays against Salty, but they didn't, like, come close to winning or it wasn't, like, too sweaty of a match. So I'm not I'm not sure yet. We'll have to see how they play against other teams like Rising Lotus and, um, like, Clash or the top two teams like Clash and Queso. But Clash and Queso, Queso did. Um, so Queso lost a Clash day one. Equinox beat. Yep. Wolves day one, and then Salty beat yeah. Rising Lotus. So, yeah. Salty beating Rising Lotus, I wasn't like that surprised. Now that I've seen Rising Lotus play, I I can see Equinox maybe taking that fourth spot. Yeah, that's why I say that. I mean, not not that Rising Lotus was like terrible, but I I, I definitely think right now Wolves is six, and then you have Rising and Equinox fighting for that spot, and then you have Salty Potatoes at a solid third, and then. My opinion, Clash maybe one and Queso two, but we'll have to see. For now, Queso's two. I think Queso definitely needs to figure out some synergy things. They have not been playing together for that long at all. Uh, Queso, yeah. obviously, they have new members too, but I mean, Queso's got a weird situation. You know, Leon's their captain. He's the one roaming. Yeah. Netzelet, he's playing as a side lane instead of roaming. And Leon's like, he was always seen as like one of the most gifted, mechanically gifted people. So seeing, I mean, he did roam and switch like every other game on Mouse Sports when Justman was there too. But I, mm -hmm. I think he's actually really good. I think his playmaking and his like ability to like make the right decision. I think that'll be really good in that spot. And I think Clash, I, I really do think Clash and Queso are going to go back and forth. I don't think we're going to see Queso dominate. 
Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, I believe Tasty said it today, aka Sunday on stream. Um, this is you know this is the preseason. This is when teams need to figure out what is going on with their team, who they want to try people in different spots. You know, so maybe we won't see Leon Rome. Maybe he'll switch out of it if it's not working. I mean, they got to do something if Team Queso wants to be able to compete with Clash. If Clash keeps winning, you know, they're gonna have to try other stuff. So. You know, I think Tasty made a great point. You know, this is the preseason. Maybe they're trying new stuff. Teams are going to have to try new strategies, new synergies. So we'll have to see. Yeah, so, I mean, EU wasn't... And other things they talked about on the desk, I agree with. EU wasn't boring, honestly. Like, no. People said, like, their drafts were kind of bad, but I don't really think they were that much different than NA's overall. EU was actually pretty aggressive. Some of their matches were just as short as NA's. The first blood was really quick as well. Like, I don't think EU is looking like maybe just as boring as what it was in 3v3, and maybe EU's catching up with NA more and more. That'll be interesting to see once we do get some NA-EU action. But I did enjoy EU. I don't think... um, as a whole, it'll be as exciting because there's only six teams and two of them right now we're just like, eh, not sure. So, like, that could be only four teams we're really confident in. So, maybe it could get boring if we have, like, a weekend where uh, not, like, the best teams are matched up. But I thought the first weekend was overall, you know, pretty good for EU. Yeah, I would agree. I was very excited. So, uh, I think they made some steps towards the right direction, uh, especially the aggression early on. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good, so. Yeah, we'll come back to day two for EU. Um, day one for yeah. NA, though, was uh, relatively exciting, I would say. Uh, the first matchup was TSM versus Tilt Rehab. So right off the bat, we had this uh, kind of, for me personally, it was like the top three teams, two of the top three teams were, you know, were playing. And we've seen, obviously, the old Misfits roster, the Tilt Rehab, play against TSM in the past. TSM's always beat them. Tilt's been playing them on scrims. TSM always beats them. So... You know, Till obviously knew going into it that they had a rough first match. Uh, they didn't get destroyed. They made some questionable calls, though. Um, they they yeah. went for a ghost swing when there was a lot of TSM players around. Hammy stole away with, a, or no, Daniel stole it away with like an on point over the wall black feather. Like that was a nice steal. That definitely helped TSM. You know, it was 21 to 12 was the final score. You know, Jazzville isn't around. He didn't play on Saturday or Sunday. And it's Ceno filling in, which Ceno did do you know, pretty well. He's not, like, doing terrible. Um, but he's playing that mid lane instead of Jazzville. So maybe Jazzville's just busy right now. He can't get in, or maybe they are making an actual roster change. I'm, I'm unsure of that. But um, in that first matchup for TSM, they started out strong, started out with the W. Um, like I said, they they didn't play perfect. Cod 6-4, Daniel 6-4, Hammy and Chuck 4-2. So there's definitely some good kills and, you know, almost full aces on the side of Tilt Rehab and where they unleashed a Black Claw and they were pushing and they are kind of like, ooh, are they going to be able to maybe turn this around? And then they just kind of got, you know, towards that the last seconds when you get ace or you get caught out and then, then you just allow TSM to push in to win it. Yeah. Hey, I got one stat that does not surprise me at all. I want to see if it surprises you. Um, <laughs> I know. Do you know what it is? What it's, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Shaded talent has no deaths. Yup. <laughs> yeah. Shaded talent does not die. Does cool. not die. Yeah, that was definitely. Um, it was funny to see that because they talked about it in uh, chat. How shaded, shaded, like literally. It's just weird though because it's not like that. He's super passive. So it's not right. like he's not in the middle of the fights, but it's also not. He knows like, his limits. 
Yeah, but even then, it's almost like he's just lucky because there's times that they're losing, but somehow he sneaks out and doesn't get focused down. So he <laughs> never gives up aces. They, he never gives up an ace. That's why I said Tillery have almost had an ace because he just never dies. And on Sunday, when we right. get to those matches, we'll see it again. But it's 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 really weird, and that's one thing I'm gonna be paying attention to. I want to know how many times he dies in like the first couple of weeks of preseason. Yeah, that is something I will definitely because I'm I can't remember what it was before preseason, but I remember them talking about it in like three games. I can't remember what it was for. It's probably like, NACL what? or oh no, or Viz, just one of those. Yeah, he just never yeah, died. Viz, probably Viz. Yeah, they were saying like in like three games he had like one death, and I'm just like, and now to see this, I'm like, okay. What does this guy do that he doesn't die? Because, I, I mean, you know, when you have 10 people going at it, I'm picking different people I'm watching. And mm-hmm. no offense, Romers, it's not normally you guys. But right. <laughs> so I'm, I might have to be looking to see what, what this is all about. But, yeah, fun yeah. little fact I had to throw out there. Yeah, so second game was Tribe versus Hammers. Hammers is definitely a team that is relatively uh, very new. Different players, um, you know, some of these teams are actually changing from what the original announcement of rosters. We have Eliminate, Young J, Standing, Solo, Girls on Boys, and Starboy. Uh, they were matched up against, obviously, Gabe, Old School, DNZO, Max Green. But T-Tigers was subbed in for I Love Joseph. And let me tell you, T-Tigers hasn't missed a beat, like, at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even sure if he's scrimming with the team, but if I Love Joseph is like, hey, I'm busy on Saturday... Can you sub in? And T-Tiger's like, sure, just put me on Kashka. I won't miss a thing. I'll run around and go 9-1, and one, no big deal. <laughs> See, I think that's a big advantage that Tribe has, which obviously I think we all knew coming into that is their subs are elite. So, I, I mean, if, you know, yeah, if but that then keeps happening. To a point, it's just like you sub in T-Tiger's and he keeps doing this well, this well, this well. I mean, I don't know. Is there ever a point that I Love Joseph maybe struggles too much if they just want to put Tigers back in the situation? Yeah, I mean, that's something I'll have to play by ear. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's a great question. And this is one of the first times that everyone is seeing that Max Green and Gabe have switched uh, positions. Gabe is now roaming for sure, and Max Green is playing that top lane position. Um, he did okay. He went uh, 0, 1, and 3. So this game overall didn't have much action. Yeah. It was 17 to 4. You know, it wasn't too much action. His goal was just don't die a lot. Don't get, you know, hold the lane. That's what you do in top lane. Yeah. 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 Uh, DNZO 5-0. He played really well. And for the most part, you know, Tribe focused on their objectives. They knew what their goal was. And they were able to push Hammers in relatively quickly. And and the game wasn't uh, overall exciting. So Tribe gets their first W. They do not play on Sunday. They are one of the teams that only had one match. Uh, So they will stay 1-0 heading into week two. Uh, The third matchup was the most interesting one for me. Um, Rogue versus Nova. Rogue is a completely new team as well. Um, you know, this roster is definitely strange. No pawn the original. You know, Evol has switched out from that captain spy. He's now the mid lane. He's not just a different position. He's like the mid lane, like the person that's supposed to do all the damage and get the kills. And uh, then you have Gatsby mm-hmm. or Jesus, you know, Jesus, Jesus, whatever. You know, Louis Vuitton, Don, which, like, honestly surprised the hell out of me. And then their Romer, whatever yeah. his name is. But Louis, like, I don't know. It was wild. He played Glaive, too. He wasn't even on, like, that normal... Like, Glaive is obviously still good, but Glaive isn't picked, like, super meta right now. Right. And he goes 9-2. Well, should, should be 9-1. and one, Should be 9-1 and because he killed himself at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he, can keep, if he can keep doing plays like what he did, 
and uh, and day one and and continue that on. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with, and I think he'll be a, a big key with this rogue team. Right, he was able to mix things up. He was able to, you know, definitely set up plays and make plays. Evolve three and zero, kiting perfectly. This freaking yeah. whatever his name is. This name, I guess, is like super toxic. The JFMAM. I don't know what it stands for. I'm just I'm not up the times, I guess. I'm not like I'm not with the cool kids who all know that it's really troll and toxic. I'm surprised Banglory doesn't know what it means. But if it is actually toxic, I tried to ask my our guilt, but no one gave me a straight up answer what it was. But if it's actually toxic, I'm kinda of surprised that Banglory hasn't asked someone else who's also young and knows what it means. <laughs> right. But anyways, Nova was Erica Kane, Delphi starting Eco and Truth. Erica Kane is a new player for Nova now. So like he's new playing with them. They've only been playing together for a week, Delphi said. So that's definitely interesting. Starting in Truth, obviously I mean, those big names that we've all been looking towards. Yeah, we know the Erica Kane name. It's just new to the team. Oh, obviously we know who Erica Kane yeah, is. Yeah, but Erica yeah, Kane okay. has only been playing with Nova for a week. So that's hard to jump into VPL and you know be ready to win with that so uh, uh, synergy's not a big deal come on <laughs> um and i was surprised i just didn't know how rogue was going to do with evo on that mid lane he played celeste but they won 22 to 9 like nova was okay in the beginning but then pretty much evo yeah. and like louis they started running around just destroying and they won that game pretty handily like rogue took like a good w not just like oh they won like to me that w put them up top three and i'm like oh boy rogue could be just as good as they were at the end of 2017 truth oh and five yeah truth is struggling um yeah yeah i don't know if it's just because of he struggled that he okay he struggled then and starting did probably better and then on sunday truth did better than starting so yeah this is what we could be seeing with those two it's just every other depends what hero they're on it depends situation whether they're gonna you know be the one carrying the team or not but that is the end of day one for uh, NA. And you know, you know what the best thing about this is, Crude. You, what is the best thing about Saturday and Sunday this weekend? Can, do you know what I'm trying to say? Uh, to be honest, I don't. But I'm gonna guess that it's that we get to watch all the games and we don't have to go find stuff other places and we see it. I I don't know. The best thing is that. The days are super short and the matches are super fast. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, you right. We we finished EU on day one and we had like an hour and a half until NA started, and then NA finishes by from three to five, and it's done by five. I'm like, holy smokes! Last year at this time, I had yeah. another five hours. Like it was miserable. Yeah. Greedy request though, SEMC, uh, lang- or shorten the times between. EU oh, and NA. Yeah. I mean, if you guys could do what you guys did last or the last season, like of competitive, <laughs> you when don't you guys need went that hour all day long, break. you do not need an hour and a half break, dude. Like, yeah, like I feel like Tasty Bacon was wearing like a diaper because you know you couldn't go to the bathroom all day. Yeah, no, that's oh. true. I feel bad for him because he st- went from straight like he talking about the picks to straight casting to back to talking like Tacey. Yeah. How does he like for me, I have such terrible like vocal fold strengths. I'm always coughing or doing like my voice is always doing weird shit. If I talk too much, how the hell does he do it? I guess it's just the training and him being used to it. But God, I would be up there like with a water bottle chugging water. Cause my vocal folds would be so dry. Cause I talks, he talks so much. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know how he does it, but props to him. That's so. probably why they need the hour and a half break. He's like, God damn, yeah. I need a break. <laughs> um, so yeah, 
Day two for EU then, like I said, no one takes breaks in EU. There's going to be a lot more matches for them uh, as a whole. We see Salty or Clash, wow, sorry, Queso versus Rising Lotus, Equinox versus Salty, and then Clash versus Wolves. So right away, Queso versus Rising. This was like the more of the question like, okay, so if Queso um, you know, loses this game, then really Queso's struggling. They just need to figure their things yeah. out. But, you know, they didn't dominate the game. Rising Lotus definitely got their kills. You know, Keanu Nakoa is definitely, he's playing jungle now. He was captain. He's definitely trying to adjust. They're all, you know, other, the other names are kind of diff interesting. So, I don't know. Rising Lotus is definitely going to be one of those teams that I think may figure their things out, but right now they're definitely uh, struggling. So Casey won. You know, 1-1. One, one, that was good for Casey to get a win under their belt, um, but they are definitely need to figure some things out because if they're going to compete with Salty, I can't wait right. for that Salty versus Casey because then that will really tell us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be a really good matchup. Uh, the next matchup we had was Equinox against Salty Potatoes. I personally was interested to see this one because of the day one matchup and how Equinox pretty much handled Wolves. I wanted to kind of be able to see where they were going to be able to contend with, like, you know, where that line, that threshold was. And um, it was an interesting matchup, but uh, Salty Potatoes still took the victory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think I, I really am excited for Salty. I like the, I like the squad there. Uh, they have some still some talented players. The last game was Clash yeah. versus Wolves, and Clash asserted their dominance once again. Um, yeah. And, yeah, they, they played pretty well. Uh, I was trying to think. I forget what match it was. I think it may have been Queso versus Rising Lotus. Was that the matchup? There was a matchup when Bang... Oh, wait. I guess I have it right here in front of me. Let me see when they tweeted it. Um, but in day two, what? like the Vanguard Esports account was like being straight savage. They were oh here it is yeah queso versus um, rising lotus they tweeted out was that a blitz game queso gets some redemption by taking out rising lotus in record time <laughs> I was like damn chill blitz game <laughs> uh, that, that's pretty aggressive I didn't I, see that that's but. like ooh uh, wolf hands must be uh, feeling like he's trying to be funny and maybe a little you know how like those Twitter accounts are more like funny and like more yeah. real instead of political which I like I think it's funny. But he's like, was that a Blitz game? Because <laughs> it ended so fast. That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, Clash Clash also went, ended that Wolves game pretty fast. And um, Clash Clash won in uh, Clash is 2-0. So salty. I, I think the main thing, too, is that we're seeing a lot, a lot of, is a lot of Tony across the board. I'm really interested to yeah. see 3.2 come through. And once they do get and switch over to 3.2, how that's going to change. Because right now, Tony is like, a lot of people want to ban Tony immediately. And a lot of people just want to pick him up. Like, I feel like he's banned or picked almost every time. Well, see, I'm, yeah, I mean, that's a valid point. But I'm interested with 3. Point, if we're talking about that subject, is Pedal's rework and mm. see if that plays a big role in the competitive league yeah. or the competitive scene. Or if it's just like, okay, Pedal's still not viable. Yeah. Pedal, yeah, God, how many reworks does Pedal need before they figure out what works best? That's interesting. It's not a yeah. huge rework. It's not like the past rework she's had, but it, I feel like it could be big enough to make a big difference. Obviously, the new hero is coming in 3.2 as well, and there's a lot of good balance changes, a lot of sketchy balance changes too. So we'll see. Of course, <laughs> well, the pro players always expose the stuff that's still broken and always expose what's going to work really well. Yeah. So they're going to find that out real fast, and you know we'll pick up on it as well. So moving on to day two for NA, 
all right, so day two is kind of more exciting than what it was for day two in EU because we got to see new teams. Uh, the very yes. first matchup was Slimy Salamanders versus Vision. Of course, I have a lot less faith in Slimy Salamanders than you do, I think, just because you really like Iraqi and you like the, the old guys. You like to see them, yeah. see what they're going to do. I was just more of like, they've never performed in the past, so I don't know how they're going to be able to do it in 5v5. But they played Vision, which I think was a very, very good start for Slimy, just because Vision is a team that is more of trying to figure things out for sure. Um, PvP, Lightning, and Vulnerable Pool, and Neon, Fire. PvP is the one I always thought was more of like the person that was going to carry them, but he struggled the most in that matchup. But let me tell you, Iraqi looked really, really strong. Status and Wrecked yeah. both went 3 and 5, so they did kind of struggle. Status definitely did struggle. Happy birthday, Status. Uh, but unfortunately, you, uh, <laughs> you went negative. But Pico, man, Yugi honestly made some stupid plays. Like, was just running around fearless, killing everyone. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the big thing that I took out of it, yes, Iraqi played extremely well. Pico played extremely well. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with Mixi and this is gonna sound bad that like i feel like mixi can sometimes like overextend and not know his boundaries yeah he um, is. Y- yeah yeah but like he kept himself pretty in check and you know knew when to run knew when to engage knew i mean he went five and three so i think he, he that will be a big factor because when when mixi can play and play well uh, i think he can really help the team out but if he's playing way too aggressive and he's just just feeding kills that's going to be hard for that team to overcome. So I was pleasantly surprised by that. Uh, yeah. Vice versa with Vision, PvP, yeah, same thing. That was the big line. He went 0-4. Um, he he was on that Rona, right? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. See, I think he plays that Rona a lot. Like, I I don't know. I question his hero pool, personally. Yeah, it could be. He could have a, a smaller hero. I just like Daniel. I question his hero pool just because he always wants to play Rona yeah. or Blackfeather, which is fine because if that hero's – not necessarily broken, but you're the strongest one at the time for you, then yeah, you should definitely play it. But um, yeah, uh, that game wasn't, a, they didn't destroy them. It was 27-17. There was times that Vision was getting some, you know, it was pretty sloppy, I would say. I, I Honestly, yeah, there was some sloppy engagement. Like even Iraqi or Mishi, they were kind of tweeting out like, yeah, it was a good first win, but there's definitely a lot of things they need to figure out. I think if they go into a game against the top three teams playing sloppy like that, those teams are going to take a way bigger advantage on uh, some of the mistakes that uh, the, the Salamanders were uh, making. So right. that is game one. Game two was Hammers versus TSM, both teams that played on day one. TSM has the one win. Hammers has the one loss. Uh, no different outcome in this game. Besides the fact that it's even more boring than their first games. TSM has 12 kills. Hammers has four. Um, no hammy this game. TiVo subs in and doesn't really make too much of a difference. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember it. This game very much. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this, but this game was over in 12 minutes. Um, uh... so there wasn't because I mean the kills aren't even that high because it it was literally. I didn't have this written down. I think that it was over real quick. It was over, I think, before Blackhawk landed. And that's why the kills aren't very high? No, there's no way. What? There's no way what? That it was over before Blackhawk landed. Uh, you sure about that? Let's go find out. Anyways, keep talking. Yeah. But to be honest, Hammer's not looking the best. Like, I they... They struggled. I mean, of course, it is going up against TSM, and TSM is a powerhouse right now. But um, 
I don't know. Daniel went five and one. Tivo and Shaded both went one and zero. Kaz three and two. Chuck two and one. Final was twelve kills and four kills. So, mm. do you have more information yet or no? I'm trying to find it. Their Twitch right now is kind of really weird. Who was it? TSM versus Hammers. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Did they tweet a picture of it? No, no. I'm on. Um. Twitch just trying to find the the bit the vods. Oh, I got you, I got you. Got so you. I'm at 14 minutes in and it's eight to four. So it seems like the last kill, the last team fight is when they uh get the last man. I could have swore Blacklaw is land. Was... Blacklaw just landed at minute 15, and I think they're getting ready to ace them and get, not ace them, but kill enough of them and kill the crystal. So they definitely kill it. Okay. They definitely win before like black Blacklaw is relevant. Okay, so I knew it was pretty quick. I, I could have swore it was earlier than that. 15 minutes but, is still yeah. pretty fast, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, considering some of the, the – our longest game was like, what, 30 minutes? Or it went like 29 or 30? Mm-hmm. It was, that was Tilted versus Nova the next game, right? It was so back and forth. Oh, my gosh. That game was definitely the game of the weekend. It was definitely the game. And it's like me and you, you definitely questioned it. Like, was it a good game or was it sloppy? And I think it was definitely a bit of both. It was definitely a good game just because the aspect of I thought every – I think the only reason why I think it was a good game is because when you look at Salamanders and Vision, like, I felt like Salamanders should have been winning every fight. So when Vision yeah. was winning, that's when it was more sloppy. And in this case, I really didn't know going into it, Nova, until who was going to win the fight. There was many a times that – they walked away with 2-1 or 2-2 or 1-2. Like, they just switched every time. Sometimes, you know, even Erica, surprisingly, on the – I'm trying to remember. Who did Erica play? Who played the – who played the, the Crystal Idris? Crystal Idris? That was on the side of Tilt, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was Mayoki, I'm pretty sure. Mayoki. Mayoki. Whoever was playing him was one that like kept making some big plays that were surprising me. Any, anyways, it was just it was extremely back and forth. Everyone's, um, you know, kill death ratio is pretty archaic, nine and three. So he was the highest with Truth inside of Nova, eleven and six. The reason why Truth did so well is because he was on Vox and he went like the weapon power path. He had tons of stacks. He was able to kite and he definitely made the difference late game. Like he was the one. Basically, winning the games, if he was getting left yeah. alive, he was kind of deleting people. So, I don't know. So, so the thing, like, I want to go back to you talking about how, like, we were talking about if this was good gameplay or sloppy. And I, I, I remember I texted you when the game was going on. We were kind of texting back and forth. We're like, wow, you know, like, what, what is going on? And I, that's when I said, is this good gameplay or is it bad? Is it sloppy? And you said good, which, I don't know. I was like, eh. But then, right at that time, I... This is right at the end of the game when Tilt had just tilted rehab, just got Black Claw. And they, for some reason, I, I would love to hear what this shot call was or whatever, but they kind of just hung back behind Black Claw, but weren't split pushing to any of the other turrets. And, and, and they weren't attacking the middle turret either. So they literally just let Black Claw get demolished. And then that allowed Nova to come out and just destroy them and end the game. Like yeah. there was no I so there's I'm a really like, was... there's a really good conversation on um on Twitter about it which let me see let me see let me see 
that was the hardest throw of the entire game. I was like, you just shot yourself in the foot, in my opinion. Like, yeah, so why not try to do something with that? N- this was this was twice they did it. The one time they took Black Claw and then just let it push by itself, which Net says, Netolette says, dang, NA taking Black Claw, leaving it alone so Emney gets 300 gold and then taking Ghost Wing. Wrong order, he says. You know, Forever says he watched it and he thought it was a good call. The gold was even at that late in the point in the game. You don't care about gold. They took Black Call. Enemy got distracted to kill it while they were taking Ghost Wing and setting them up for next team fight with a strong buff. Makes perfect sense what Forever saying. And then Netolette comes back and says something else that makes even more sense. He's like, while I agree, I think taking Ghost Wing and then either take the Black Claw or force a fight with Ghost Wing buff is smarter. They either run it down mid with Ghost Wing buff and black claw or they have to take a team fight so it's yeah. like to me i kind of agree like you might as well take ghost swing but if they didn't think they had like a safe right. you, you know what i'm saying so like if there's a chance of it getting stolen personally i would rather have black claw get stolen just because if you have all members up and you get black claw stolen yeah you can just go back and maybe black claw gets one turret but like, if Ghostwing gets stolen, then they have a buff. Now they can easily ace you. Now they can definitely get go or now they can definitely get Black Claw plus push. So like, I don't know. It's definitely back and See, forth. This is the this is the great thing about five v five. In three v three, you knew what to do. In five v five, there's options. You know, that's the great thing. There's strategies. Three v three, what happens when you get an ace? Endless. What? In 3v3, what happens when you get an ace? If if Kraken's up. If, if Kraken's, Kraken's up, you just go get at the Kraken. If Kraken's exactly. not up, you literally just run around and get jungle camps, and that's pretty much or it. Or take a turret. turret. Like, yeah, there's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just what you read there. It allows you to have so much more strategy. Like, you push top lane. Do you gla- grab Black Claw? Do you yeah, grab both sides? Goes first, sense. then take. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. But a 31 minute game is, I, I did really enjoy it. I definitely enjoyed that longer, longer. The team fights were pretty crazy um yeah it was just like different power spikes at different times you know delphi wasn't doing anything but he was also on tony but also had no attack all he had was storm crown and defense so he was very utility very support but he still had four kills he's still doing damage eco was on lance so that was definitely interesting seeing a lance on the uh, on the rise we don't see a lance around that much anymore um so Nova wins though. Tilt Rehab starts 0-2. I mean, I knew they had a, a rough uh, matchups coming in, but Tilt was definitely a top three team for me. They've been playing together for a long time. I think Tilt is r- tilted. I think they definitely are disappointed with the results, and they probably did not think they'd be 0-2 after the first weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, you know, it, it was a – I was actually surprised with N.A., uh, you know, I haven't seen obviously all the matches, and I haven't seen it. once I see every team play each other, I'll be more aware. But Rogue really surprised me, and even though I've been seeing Nova play in NACL and they're pretty troll and they've been losing to Tilt Rehab, I think Nova with truth and starting, I think they definitely take things very seriously and they try super hard in these. I think I I think Nova could be good still. Yeah. I, I agree with that. They 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 can be. Oh, it's gonna be rough. So I did I did do um, like we're gonna try to do a VPL 
preseason ranking, like power ranking, and just update it every yeah. every weekend. And you know, the teams will fall up and down based on wins and losses. So we definitely need to agree on it. So do you want to go through the the one I've made up before we release it and see if we need to change anything? Yeah, I can do that. All right, so number one right now, I think we both agreed that I have TSM. TSM is 2-0, obviously. Um, for now, I think TSM is at the top. So here's when things get immediately confusing and hard. And this is I my current decision is I have Tribe at number two still. Um, there are no other teams that are 2-0. TSM is the only team that played two games and won them both. Um, so the, the teams that are at least with one win are Tribe, Rogue, Nova, and Salamanders. So... Right. I have Tribe at number two just because of Tribe's hype going into the preseason. Definitely being a team that tons of people have them as number one. Not to call out Tasty Bacon, but Tasty said on desk that Tribe is the number one team and TSM is number two. I don't think he's been seeing what's been going on pre-VPO. Granted, Tribe has gone through some transitions and they need to figure things out, but TSM has been winning everything. So Yeah. Like I, I don't think Tribe is number one yet. I think they can be very easily. So do you agree with Tribe being number one or number two over Rogue and Nova and Slimy? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay. just like basically that they with their preseason hype, they have to be number two. Okay. So with Rogue's win, Rogue uh, did beat Nova. So clearly I have Rogue above Nova. Um, yep. And and Rogue, I, I until they play other teams, they can't be number two yet just because of the amount of players tribe has and the amount we've seen from tribe already and throughout the the weeks leading up and the months leading up to vpl so rogue is number three at one and oh so number four i have nova over slimy salamanders just because of the quality win that nova had nova beat tilt rehab and slimy beat vision and they didn't beat vision like they didn't roll them over in 12 minutes. They were pretty sloppy. So I just think that Nova has a better win. They have a better quality win, and they have a much better quality loss. They did lose uh, to Rogue. You know, it was a pretty rough loss. They definitely could have won. Oh, wait, no, no. Uh, Nova lost to... Who did Nova right. lose to? They did lose to Rogue? Yeah, it's the oh, last yeah, game. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right, you're right. Sorry. Um, So do you agree with Nova over Slimy? yes i think <laughs> i i just think that slimy has a lot more to prove than nova does right now since nova has you know started the truth so like to me putting slimy above nova i just feel like slimy beat a pretty easy team now if slimy came in and beat like tilt or hammers maybe like one of the or not, not even hammers because hammers is not the uh, the strongest right now, but like you know, maybe beat someone else. Maybe I would put them above Nova for for now. Even though Slimy hasn't lost, they've only played one game. I think I saw more out of Nova, so I'm gonna put Nova at number four. Yeah, I I can't I can't disagree with you, but I, I there's some for some reason it's somewhere close. in my heart it I love Slimy. Like I, I know, want yeah. maybe it's just me wanting them <laughs> to, but yeah. So that's fine. We can we can go with that. All right. Nova's fourth. Slimy's number fifth. Or is number fifth then? It's number five right. then. So there are five teams <laughs> with at least uh one win. Oh, so win. we go down to the last um the last three teams. Three. Oh yeah, this is yep. wrong. I need to fix this. Um, what? Vision only played once, so they only have one loss. Oh yeah. But um, tilt rehab. I had them at number six. 
and this is because um, they, for me personally, and the TSM game, again, they made some questionable decisions. I don't think they would have won, but they definitely put up a pretty good fight, and I think if some of those decisions were went, went their way, I think they almost could have won. I still think they lose to TSM. Now, in the second game, yeah. they definitely made some big mistakes. Nova came back, and basically Nova easily could have been 0-2 in this situation. We could see Till at number four and Nova in number six. So uh, I have Till at six just because I think they are really were really on the edge of getting those wins. Hammers, they weren't even close to getting wins. Vision, they weren't even close to getting a win. So that's why I have Till above yeah. Hammers and Vision. Um, I agree with you. I think they're the best. I think they're the best no win team, right? Yes, now. yes. And they definitely have the hardest matchup so far. Hammers, number seven. I only reason why I'm putting them above vision is because they played twice. I saw more from them. Um, I do think vision's loss looked better, but because they like definitely did get some like good, they had like almost some, you know, aces coming back type momentum. They still lost. And Hammers kind of did just get stomped. But me personally, I think if Hammers goes up against Vision, I think Hammers would win. So that's why I put Hammers above them for now. And I only got to see Vision play once. So this is, I'm kind of taking what you just said and flipping it. Um, I would put here Hammers 8 and Vision 7 because I got to see Hammers play twice. And they were not good at either time. Mm -hmm. Vision, meanwhile, their one loss, yes, they still lost. But I liked what they what they showed they have that I, I mean i think they're they're close to you know getting this energy and playing and playing well now you know they're not going to be a number one team they're going to be able to beat tsm and tribe in my opinion but hammers to me did not show near what i expected them to show with having some of those you know more well-known name players i guess you could say right yeah that so, definitely is a, is a hard one um, so that's the only thing that i would flip on there but everything else i agree with but that's just my opinion <laughs> so that is our current standings right now our current power rankings uh we'll probably i may switch the vision and hammers i may just put an eight next to both of them for now um we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to see but i it's just hard right now so it's definitely very uh subjective i think after week two that will give us a lot more information and i think our picks will be a little more easier when it comes to where the standing lies yeah. and we'll definitely know one through six pretty easily and then maybe like seven and eight would be like eh that's a toss-up who's the worst so um until then that's all we have like for a recap that is our recap we've done our recap we talked about the weekend and what happened um and we're gonna be back into our full swing of recap prediction it's it's amazing yeah, say so how do you feel, Endless, now that we get to do this again? It's just, it helps my brain. I don't have to come up with things. I don't have to <laughs> be super creative. I can just, I can observe matches, and then I can come back and talk about what I saw and what I was surprised with. It's amazing. And we love to talk about what we saw. Oh, yeah. We yeah. not break down the crazy analytics and what build path was made, but guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so that is our first recap of the 2018 season. First weekend of VPL is uh, and was a success. I hope everyone else enjoyed it. S just, just chill, chat. Just, just take a chill pill, chat. Chill, for a bit. chat. Let, let 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 the production team figure things out. It's it's okay. I'm sure everything is going to be just fine once everything settles down. And you know what? You were complaining so much about not having VPL. They give it to you. And you're complaining that it's not perfect. So 
this is a classic Vainglory situation where no matter what you do, Vainglory community or the few people are never happy. So, um, hopefully things get better. Hopefully Vainglory and SMC get to that point where they're just this amazing company that no matter what they do, they make all the right decisions and everything's perfect. And maybe that's just in a perfect world that doesn't exist. But hey, we'll 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 find out eventually. <laughs> eventually, we will find out. <laughs> All right, well, we will see you again uh, on Thursday to discuss and actually get to do some predicting and talking about some teams going forward into that weekend. So uh, until I then, can't freaking wait. <laughs> until then, cheers. Good luck there on the good luck out there on the rise, and uh, I'll we'll talk with you later. Cheers, man. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling. Time for rolling.